Welcome to today's episode of Genomics Revolution. I'm Zach Walker and I'm here with Elena Conroy. We will be discussing the varicella zoster virus. We will be referring to this as the VZV. In 1888, von Boke first observed that the VZV was related to the herpes zoster virus, or shingles, when children contracted VZV from adults who had shingles. Then in 1954, Thomas Weller took cell cultures from VZV lesions to scientifically distinguish VZV from shingles. After this, in the 1970s, Japan developed the Oka strain of the varicella vaccine. VZV causes chickenpox or shingles. Chickenpox results from initial infection of the VZV and occurs in children. The VZV can remain silenced in individuals and become activated later in life, resulting in shingles. VZV is a member of the varicella virus genus and belongs to the alpha herpes virus family. The VZV genome has at least 70 genes, most of them homologs in herpes simplex virus. In 1986, the complete sequence of the VZV genome was determined by Davidson and Scott. They determined the genome is variable in size, but the sequence they looked at was 124,884 base pairs and contains 70 genes between two strands of DNA. The VZV genome encodes at least 71 unique proteins. The sequence is linear with a single unpaired nucleotide on each end. These will pair together and become circular in cells that are infected with the virus. After sequencing the VZV genome, Davidson and Scott determined that there are a lot fewer repeats among the sequence compared to HSV1 and the places with repeats are unrelated to HSV1. The research described these repeats as accumulated parasitic sequences that possibly happen through recombination in regions that they do not cause a selective disadvantage. This affects the size of some of the encoded proteins and could have a role in different functions of these genes. By looking at the sequence and determining the gene layout, Davidson and Scott were able to determine that both the VZV and HSV1 have similar gene layouts. Many of the genes encode similar proteins with specific properties. Research reports that there are also a limited amount of regions with significant differences. This indicates that proteins are highly conserved and can be determined that the functions of VZV and HSV1 are very similar. In a study done by Argra et al., they were able to determine distinguishing parts in the nucleotide sequence between the originally sequenced VZV and the VZV OCA vaccine strain. They looked at about 34,000 base pairs from the 3' end and were able to see numerous changes that they described as non-conservative amino acid substitutions in coding sequences for the virus gene products. The biggest change occurred in ORF62, where glycine was substituted for an arginine, leading to a cleave site. The study reports that mutations in ORF62 may factor into attenuation of the OCA vaccine strain. There is also nucleotide insertions that allow a distinction. Another finding by Lebron et al. is that ORF9P binds to the adapter protein complex 1, also known as AP1. AP1 is involved in the intracellular transport and moving proteins between endosomes in the trans-Golgi network. With this interaction between ORF9P and AP1, it allows the secondary envelopment of VZV. However, in the same study conducted by Liebron et al., they were able to determine that leucine-231 is conserved among alpha herpes viruses and was critical in interaction between ORF9P and AP1. To help show this, they mutated leucine-231 to alanine in ORF9P 
and found that by mutating leucine-231 to alanine, it strongly impaired the viral growth of VZV. This ends today's episode of Genomics Revolution. Thank you for your time, and we hope you were able to learn something new today.